Sup, 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 Once again, <clears throat> one of the few podcasts in the history of podcasts that's managed to stay together. Is that true? We're like the Pearl Jam of podcasts. Is that true? No, I don't know. I just assume people get sick of each other and eventually stop doing it. Oh, I fucking mm. hate you guys, but that sweet, I know, sweet Patreon I know. money. This is, this is, we're like the Ramones. We hate each other secretly, but we still do it for the sweet paycheck. Speaking of paycheck, I, I meant to bring Johnny one. paycheck. Sorry, I did not. I failed to. It was on my to do list, and I we'll talk about it after the show, guys. I uh, I failed to do. Mike, I remembered still, it. Still have that wrench. <laughs> I remembered it nope, when it's uh, gone. I went to the PO box to uh, the poo box to see what's going on going on with the, the PO box, and uh, there was a there was a book for Carano, and then oh, that's when it occurred to me. Box, but it didn't Fuck. have a return. Uh, it didn't say who gave it. But to it me. made me think of you guys uh, for the first time in days, and I was like, oh, I was supposed oh, to. Thanks. Nice. I was supposed to write those che- those guys a check. Son of a bitch. So that'll be next week if you guys. Next, cool with that. next week you can go check check. I can meet you tomorrow down at the nope. uh, the government <laughs> office down in Van Nuys. Down, if down you the like, wharf, which is where I got to go tomorrow. To why uh, would I do that? Because oh, I'm going to be there with a check for you if you the like. The government office in Van Nuys. Mm. Welcome to the government of Van Nuys. I'm very uh, apprehensive about going to any government office. The Los Angeles uh, government branch. There's three of them: West LA, Van Nuys, and I forget where the other one is. But I have to go uh, to do deal with like uh, the LA County uh, fucking. It's a good song. I like filing. I love it uh, for my company because I'm misfiled and I mm. owe a bunch of money. It feels, even though this, the odds of this happening are insanely low, it genuinely feels in my heart. Like if I were to walk in there with you, mm-hmm. somebody would be like, are you Mike Carano? You owe us money. <laughs> so you're afraid. I get you. Yeah, always afraid. You. I'm afraid of everything. So what's up for uh, the show tonight, guys? Because I am... Well, uh, we've got... I'm spent. I have very little to offer. So I'm... What did you spend it on? Uh, life. My, just... Uh, give life give a break, give man. Focus on the show. <laughs> movie movie done yet? No, I'm working on the credits right now and a yeah. certain little project. Special thanks to Mike Carano. The last for three hosting seconds the uh, movie premiere before interview. the credits. The last three seconds before the credits, I'm working on that, and that's turning mm-hmm. into like a uh, probably a 18 to 20 hour project. The last what, what is the seconds? last three seconds? You'll have to see the movie to, okay. to get okay. it, but. It's a dream that I've had for a long time, and it's one of those things, Mike. You'll mm-hmm. get this. I you're I running through marshmallow up. and a monster chasing you. That is Daniel Tosh. Is it really? Yeah, he talks about how he doesn't want to hear uh, his friends' dreams, and, and it's marshmallows. Was, it was running through marshmallows. Oh my god! I must have subconsciously wow. stolen that from in him. your dream. I uh, let's start I the show over. This 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 idea it's just a graphic it's all it is mm-hmm. but i dreamt it up probably three it's an, it's an eagle and when you pull back it's a vagina six months ago i probably mm. dreamt it up and i'm like ah oh, i'm totally gonna do that and it's gonna be a really fun little project towards the end and you know and i'm gonna all have of your all of your characters wake up and now you're super mad at past anderson yeah 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 because like there is no uh fun <laughs> there's no fun so i'm a week and a half from right now, I fly into Chicago to do two full days of final sound mixing with my sound team, Noise Floor, right? Like fully? Well, like you're, you're, gonna you're be going? Like, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought that this was for the uh, showing of the film. No, no, no. Oh, okay. We're going to project it on a big screen. Yeah. How much was that flight? Um, I used miles one way and the other way was 250. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. And that I'm staying at a place called the Freehand. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be saying yep. this probably, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where you put that uh, either. And it's it turns out it's a hostile. Hey, buddy, you want a hand job? It's a hostile, and it's called the freehand. So I'm sure there's a lot of jokes to go with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of hot chicks. Are you calling it a hostile on purpose? Hostile. It's a hostile. Okay. okay. 
But so to uh, make sure. I, I'm not even clear on what the hostel is. Why is it called a hostel? It's where you get your like eyes like like cut open by a weird German scientist. That's what I thought. Torture yeah. porn guy. But is it just like a room with bunk beds in it, and yeah. you pay such a low amount of money that you're willing to? You pay fifteen bucks to like sleep in a room with a bunch of strangers. And yeah. But it's like it's a whole like young people traveling mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and you meet people. Is, is it, uh, get weird STDs from a Spanish? I guy. always had a plan when I was younger and single to because uh, there's a couple of them. In Venice, Start your own hostel, and I always wanted to like go hang out around the hostel and like mm-hmm. hope yeah. to meet some you know like sweet fucking yeah. Stockholm. Oh, there's that surf hostel or whatever it is right by. Uh, They're everywhere. Can They're you everywhere. imagine being like a night manager at a hostel? Uh, oh no! no. Dude. How many times? How many complaints do you have? Like, uh, this yeah. guy keeps touching me. This guy keeps doing this. This keeps happening. Hey, I, you say, you're in a hostel, baby. What do you want? Yeah, hey. You're you in a hostel, hostel, huh? You can sleep in my room. So, uh, yeah, I'm staying at a hostel in uh, Chicago. I love the idea of you loitering at a hostel to, to meet chicks and then going, I've got a nice room over at the St. Regis. <laughs> <laughs> if you notice, most hostels are actually set right next to a uh, very fancy, like, five-star Mm-hmm. Uh, establishments for that reason for the businessman yeah is there stayed in one of those hotels where like the bathrooms at the end of the hall yeah I don't we like almost did jillian and i uh checked into a uh a one at uh um in 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 yellowstone yeah and uh it was like quaint and i when i booked it, it was you can very get exciting. away with it when it's like it was like built in 1914 yeah. and then we checked in the room was small and i'm like this kind of sucks and then i'm like looking around i'm putting my bags away and i'm like Where's the bathroom? Oh, oh no. no! And then I looked around some more, and then I saw some signs outside of our room, and it's like bathrooms down the hall. And I'm like, "Honey, uh, we might have a problem here." Yep. <laughs> and she's like, "What?" And I said, uh, "You have to get fully dressed to go use the bathroom. bathroom That's the problem. Is, uh, it's it's community." And she's like, "Well, where are we staying then?" <laughs> I was watching a video it's not tonight. I was not watching here. a submarine video, and I was very surprised to Why see would you that, do that? The, the rooms. On, on this particular sub, this particular nuclear sub, each room held four semen, and each room had its own bathroom. That's kind of interesting, right? Because I would have cool. assumed of, if any place is going to have less bathrooms, it would be a submarine. Well, I thought you they would just use uh, that hole that they put the, <laughs> the wiener out <laughs> for the to suck animals. Here's a quick you don't want to uh, contaminate the, wien- the, the, the wiener hole. Here's a quick little pee. recommendation for you if you're looking for a good movie. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but uh, a little movie called Black Sea. Very Black good. Sea? Black yes, Sea. with Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, it's good. Submarine movie. It's good. It's yeah. pretty fucking good. You got like 12 dudes on a sub. Half of them are Russian. The other half are I can't remember what, and they hate each other halfway through the movie, maybe before that, and they're all stuck on the sub. Not a comedy, but it's fucking good. Is it a- It's a really good situational- Drama. How would that circumstance ever come up where you had half half Russian and half something else? Do you remember like, how Did it came up? they commandeer it or something? There is something that went on. There's some heavy shit that goes on. It's a really, it's a it's a my dad's small movie. That my dad's no one theory saw is that good. every submarine movie is good, and I think he's right. It might be. I don't like Crimson Tide. I would be willing to put money on the fact that when they pitched that movie, it was more like on a Greyhound bus, and the producers were like, nah, <laughs> "That seems too common." I don't like submarine movies because I I don't like being claustrophobic. Yeah, but you like you like being under the sea with and your, I don't with like your creatures. Yeah, but you don't see outside of it in a lot of a lot no, of the uh, they don't have they don't they have, have the, the round portholes. windows like everyone thinks. And they most do. of them don't acknowledge the wiener yeah. tubes. So and I don't yeah. like the red lighting. It, a lot of it I don't like, but I really liked uh, Black Sea. I really did. It was good. You, you know what's funny is what is the red lighting? Because I saw a motorhome and it had red lighting in the bathroom, and they said for nighttime red lighting, and I was like, huh? It's easier for your eyes. Like you want to develop film and pee at the Could same time. Do any light though. 
No, like uh, if you get like a hiking headlamp, it'll mm-hmm. usually have like different brightness settings and then one of them will be red. Mm-hmm. So if you're hiking at night, it's not as like blinding to your eyes so that yeah. so if you're looking at something with a red light and then you look away where it's not lit up your eyes aren't aren't gonna it's not adjust like pitch, yeah, yeah, it's not pitch black you. i mean the pupils aren't gonna be and doing bears push-ups. are attracted to red lights do you ever do that trick when you're peeing in the middle of the night that like you cover one eye nope no you haven't done this don't do this no. so you get up and then you you know you turn up before you turn on the light you keep your hand over one eye mm-hmm. pee with your other eye open uh-huh. and then turn off the light uh-huh. and close the eye that was open in the bathroom with the right. light on and you can see with the with the eye that you kept in the darkness it's already it stays adjusted ah. to when you woke up. oh that's pretty it cool it makes you feel like, like it's like superman a, a little, little yeah. trick there that's yeah. pretty cool i don't know if it makes you feel like superman it feels like you have like some sort of like x-ray vision or something like superman. this is my what, night eye what's your power superman well <laughs> you ever, one eye you ever get up in the middle of the night and pee? <laughs> super p <coughs> i got a call the other day i got a lot of calls yeah and uh, I hate the most. most Me too. Most I, I've been getting an in three or four scam likelies like, yeah. showing up. On you my doing phone. Haya? You get Haya? That? That's that app that uh, you can download. You get on your phone. It's an app, and then it, it downloads all like the suspicious calls, and it keeps track of the calls that it, it, it thinks are scams for your phone. And and then what happens? It's good. Sends them straight to voicemail, and it sends your. Uh, personal information to some company oh my god doesn't do that hi is good how long have i been with t-mobile like two and a half months now Mm. i still haven't set up voicemail you you don't need to do that yeah i don't need to do it so uh i got a call and it was american express right Mm -hmm. and uh uh, I got a couple of them. There were voicemails saying uh, suspicious activity uh, in your account. Mm-hmm. And have, have, have you got any of the... Uh, someone made some purchases at the spy store, buddy. It was Apple. Very suspicious. Apple iTunes. Were they so threatened well. to arrest you like some of those uh, no, other ones? No, no. Have you got those? Oh, I get a lot from the IRS. They're uh, filing a lawsuit against yeah. them. Yeah. Please do not hang yeah. up. This is the IRS. There's a warrant out for your arrests. <laughs> God, IRS. People are just the worst humans, right? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are the worst humans. So uh, dogs are the best humans. I uh, I mm. I get a, a call from the same number. I think it's the third or fourth time in the last like uh, three or four days, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to answer it because I know it's one eight hundred. You sucker. I don't use American Express. Okay. What's interesting though was this call came in right after. Oh, I went over to, to our shirt guy's place. Mm-hmm. Right, and I put in. Uh, they they got uh, the meters out there, the the the, uh, the 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 meters for the the parking. And usually I put coins in, but I put my card in because mm-hmm. sometimes I spend too long there because our our shirt guy, he, he's he's he very, he's not quick. He's not quick, but it's fun. It's always a good time in there. Uh, however, that's a scam. You put your card in and it automatically does the max. 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 Yeah. And I'm like, did, no, no, I just want a half hour. Yeah, yeah, They're like, nope, two yeah. hours. Here two you hours, go. Here you go. Four dollars. Have, have fun. You're here for six hours. And buddy. I noticed <laughs> that it says American Express on the, on the actual parking meter, right? Okay. It's obviously a... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Sorry, Some sort guys. of promotional tie-in. It's a. Um, what do you call it? You could do it. I'm suspicious <laughs> almost every time I what use t- my my credit card or my American Express right now. Like almost every time. It's a contract. You're suspicious contract. when you use your card. It's a contract. I'm like, th- this is an opportunity for somebody to steal my my card number. Yes. Yeah, you should always be concerned about that. But I, am. I truly this, am. The the card is. That's why I only pay with gold bars. You want to know the one that bothered me the most, and I was genuinely bent out of shape about it? McConnell's ice (laughs) cream. You have a knife and a gold bar. Yeah. A cheese grater. Ooh, that's good. McConnell's ice cream. I've never given them my email address. (laughs) 
the minute I buy something there on my credit card, I get a text or an email saying, thank you for coming to O'Connell's. How was our service? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is our, unless they're Bluetoothing it to me or something. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't like it. Here's what you It's an invasion of my privacy. You tell everyone no, but you like give your information to one company and then every piece of junk mail you get and every call you get, you know it's from that company. Yeah, and then I hunt them down. So, like the dogs. I noticed on the the, the parking meter that it said American Express on it, even though I didn't use an American Express. You don't have to use an American Express. You use Visa, MasterCard, Diners Club. Club. I don't know. Yep. Look at that. My Costco card. The calls from American Express started coming in right after that, which is curious right yeah so well i should say real quick and not to get into this too much but we're we're all aware at this point correct that the entire the biggest commerce that's happening in the world is our information being sold yes well if you believe like i do believe like uh credit lock or whatever no i i do believe the entire purpose of ebay amazon all these companies, the real underlying business that they have is information. information. Way more than selling things. It's all about, we can pretty much pinpoint What exactly do they want the information for? Well, you, you would want it as a marketer. Things. If you're right. selling something, you would want to go, hey. So selling things is still the most important. Though, no, right? no. Because the information overrides it. Profit selling wise. the information. They all sell information. Twitter sells but your information. Facebook sells your like information. That's like a Ponzi scheme. If No, no. If, if, if everyone's just buying information for the end game of selling then now, you can yeah but you have you have this information in mass if you're facebook you have so much information on a billion people i understand that and then somebody but goes the i want to sell these sell. i want to sell these running yeah but that 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 money piddles in comparison with the big money from selling the info because if i go i'm selling these running shoes they go we have eight million people that would buy those running shoes right now based on all of this information which is selling which still trumps yeah. everything else see what i'm saying no <laughs> Anyways, the meter. Everything right? is selling. But, Everything is selling. Yeah, actually. but but the, the reason why you would why, why the information would be so I'm gonna, valuable. I'm going to kill myself. Is so that you can sell, right? I'm just that's saying, why it's valuable. I'm, I'm saying the value of having information about people is more valuable than the value of making a profit is selling an item. No, that's yes. why it's yes. valuable because people want. Oh my God, Michael! How can no, you no, really no, no, believe no, 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 that? No. no, you can't really believe that. I absolutely believe that. No, you can't. Yeah. Tyler, please, <laughs> please the, help. The, the profit from Facebook <laughs> selling information is greater than anything sold after the fact. Y- yeah, yes, because <laughs> I get what you're saying. Do you get what both of us are saying? Yes. So you're a genius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've settled Correct. that Tyler's Moving a genius. On. Show Moving over. On. Moving on. So I'm getting these calls, and two of them go to voicemail, and then uh, the third day or whatever, I see it, and I'm in a place where I, I'm taking a moment. I'm like, you know, I can answer this and just get to the bottom of this. So I answer the phone, American Express, and uh, it's a robot, which is mm-hmm. always a little bit concerning. She wants. Uh, I am calling from American. She doesn't Express. want my full social, but she wants the last four, right? And then we she already have the first five. I don't, I don't give her that, and then she wants my card number, which I don't have because I have not used American Express in like ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just keep, you know, I keep going through. I'm going with the ruse. I'm going like, where's this going? And I finally get to a place where I'm talking to a guy. And he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Thick accent, but a nice enough guy. That sounded wrong. I'm calling from American Express. That sounded wrong. Just the fact that it's called American Express and he has a thick accent. Mm-hmm. That's, like a thick, Amer- I guess American, like a thick American accent? Americans are, we are a melting pot. So it, it, fuck the, the whole, my whole comment about accent. Okay. But he's obviously not. Oh, the new PC Anderson. Yeah, I'll say. I'm just trying to be fair here, right? Okay. 
I, I don't think he's in our country. Of course he's not. <laughs> of course he's not. Do you think there's any American Express call centers? So I'm talking to him, and he's explaining to me that somebody oh, tried to use are. my card. Uh, there, there's people in this country with accents that, mm-hmm. that do customer yeah. service. Prove probably. it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> prove it. So <laughs> Fake news. He lets me know that somebody tries to use my card uh, for an Apple iTunes uh, purchase. And uh, you're like, good, good call on that idiot's part, because that's the least expensive thing you can buy from Apple. Not according to the people that sell the information. What do they say? <laughs> so uh, they say by making a sale through Apple, they get the information, which is more valuable than the actual sale. That's what they say. You're wrong. They're about, like, we, you're wrong we about made this whole $10 thing. profit on this sale right now, but we have his information. We know what he bought, and that's worth more than the ton. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> which is what Mike is saying. All right. So uh, we, get, we, get, we go down this whole rabbit hole, and, and I actually give the guy my address. Because he's going to send me a new card. Why? Because he's going to send me a new card. He's canceled the old card. He's going to send me a new card, right? Here's where we get into the weeds, and Mm -hmm. this is where the the conversation gets into a fucking... You want hooker? Did you give him the P.O. box? This gets... No, I gave him my address. This is... Uh Uh-oh. What's what's going to do with that? He doesn't murder you. So... Yeah, here's where we get. Exact, this is a long way to here's murder. Here's where we somebody. get in the loop. Here's here's where the mm-hmm. loop happens, Ooh. and it's actually fun. And I wish that Jillian was still out there because she was sitting in the backyard with me for the beginning of the conversation. Then she went inside. She got bored. I wish somebody was there for this, uh, but no one was. Just me. But here's where it, it. This is. I'm telling you guys about five minutes worth of conversation involved. This. Mm-hmm. He needed me to verify my phone number, and I said, "Do you mean verify as in prove that I'm me, and you have access to my phone number?" And he says, no, we need to put it in the system. And I said, you called me, so it's already in the system. And he says, yes, but I need you to verify it. And I said, that means that you have my number in front of you and you just want me to say my number? And he says, we need to put it in the system. And I say, you called me, so you already have my number. That's really weird, right? And he says, I just need you to verify your phone number. And I said, I'm not giving you my phone number because you already have it because you called me. Imagine I call you and I say, what's your phone number? Mm-hmm. That'd be weird, right? Yeah. And he says, I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. I, my apologies for your concern. Uh, you can find your credit card and call the number on the back of it. Yeah. It's and weird I say, unless you're my mom because she calls me and says, who is this? And that is that is speaking of moms. We're going to do a, a, a brief history on Mother's Day for Patreon yeah. listeners. Well, buckle up, folks. What a night. No, no, guys. I'm excited about this Patreon. Okay, it's okay. not. I don't think it's gonna be very long. It's probably gonna be about ten minutes, depending on like where we go with that's it. A, but that's a spicy sell. Oh, he did it again. L- l- listen to me. Listen, we got three intense minutes on Mother's Day, the world's no, most I said boring ten. holiday. No, no, I was actually quite uh, taken with the information that I came across. The only thing I particularly enjoyed was something about Greek mythology that I didn't know about. Fuck that! No, the irony of like where it's gone and who created oh, it yeah. and how upset she. All right, we'll get to that. But sure. that's that's some good shit. I like that lady. More like Bummer's Day. I went from hating her to loving her by the end of it. All right. So uh, we went on, I'm telling you guys, at least five minutes. I lit a cigarette mm-hmm. and it was done. I lit it and we started talking in, in this loop and it was done and we we're still talking about it. And I, I, it's at least five minutes that I smoked a cigarette. And I kept saying, okay, do you need to <laughs> verify it? Yeah, yeah. Or are you asking for the system because this you is, called this me? Is leaning towards making me livid because I hate these people. So where did it end? It ended with, well, that's where the buck stops, buddy, because I don't need another card from you because I don't use American Express anymore anyways. I don't care. And I'm not going to give you my phone number when you called me because that's just, it feels weird. You understand that? Yes, I understand that to my apologies. He's very polite. You know what you're supposed then to I do Googled, with all these calls? You're supposed to call the company. 
Like I know, go, but I'll, I, I will call the company and straighten this out. I could go find the card, but I don't know where the card is. It's, no, you know. I'm saying, by and large, they don't call you. So I go on, on my phone and I Google the number they called me, right? Mm-hmm. And there are 42 pages, I think, of comments. And four of them are, this is a total scam. They're trying to get your info. And then there'll be one saying, this is not a scam, it's legit. And then there'll be four more saying it's a scam. And there'll be one more. No, it's, it's not, sir. And then somebody, one person, brought up the most basic fact at all. And it said, this is obviously a scam. Who in their right mind would be cool with this? Would Google the number and then comment, this is not a scam. Who would do that? Exactly. That's it, right there. Checkmate. Of course, they're like, "That's the company." This, this restaurant sucks. This restaurant sucks. I like it. It's good. Well, that that kind of makes you know. You might look up their restaurant. No, he's saying if someone calls. No, I know, you, I know, I know, I know. Like you would never yeah. go to like. Is exactly. this a fraud? If you didn't think it was a fraud, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you were just going there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I've always heard from people, and I can't think of a perfect circumstance to right now, right now to, to bring it up, but when a company calls you, what you're supposed to do you is say, if they say there's a problem with your visa, there's up. a problem with your Amex, you're supposed to go, you're supposed to hang up and then log on to your account and no see if there's a problem. I know, but that's what you're supposed to do because when, when, there's a, when somebody- <laughs> I've not used American Express in 10 years. Well, when somebody um, puts something on my American Express, it's happened a couple times in the last five years. Apple? Um, American Express will send me an email and say, please log on to your account- and um, verify that you made these charges and I'll do it. And I'm like, no, of course I did not make these charges. And then they remove them, but they don't, they don't go, we're going to call you. They go, they want you to log in through a secure connection. But no, no credit cards call. If, if you get like fraudulent, uh, I don't think I've had that. You've had it, right? Tyler? I get, I'll get like a text message or a notification from like bank of America. Like when someone used my card for $500 of Toys R Us. Last yeah. But they want you, they want you to log on though. Right. Yeah, they'll say, like, text us back, and we'll, like, then it'll yeah. call us, or we'll automatically you know call speaking you. Speaking of shit, Toys R Us, I had, like, 30 minutes to kill before therapy a couple nights ago, and I went into the closed going out of business. Mm. What's Everything the percentage off Because it was 10% last time I was in there. It's 50% on everything that's already everything? marked. It's 50%, and then an additional 50%. Okay, so cool. The, I'm going to go tomorrow. free. The... Uh, that would be free. Luke Skywalker's oh, car from the original Star Wars. It's it's for kids, obviously. Right. It's very very large, and it's battery powered. And you can drive it around the house. Was five four ninety nine, marked down to two fifty. Take an additional fifty percent off one twenty five for what? And they have like eighty of them. The car, like the uh, hovercraft, the, the the land speeder. Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Then I got to go do this. Well, here's the thing that occurred to me as I was walking through Toys R Us. Is I just need one of those air conditioning things from for the back seat for the. The child Wait, seat for the kids. Your seat? car doesn't have back vents. It does, but he's rear facing in the middle. So, oh, yeah, uh, and he's sweaty. He's he sweats like I do. He's air conditioning. What is the thing? It's like a it's 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 such a rip off. It's forty bucks, uh, but it's just like a pretty tube? much a You're tube. A tube? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you can but probably get that at Home Depot. You zip tie it to the uh, your front air vent, and then it goes and you, you know goes over like the back of the, uh, the car seat. <laughs> Yeah. So your car looks like a steampunk vehicle from the Renaissance Fair? Yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry, Mike. Go go ahead. It's just, it it might be my current mindset, by the way, but I used to go to Toys R Us and buy like things that I thought were collectible a long time ago. Then some of it's right here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But but, yeah, this is the after disaster. We come to you live on tape uh, from Mike Carano's uh, apartment. Still adorned with, have you gotten rid of anything? Yes. The bowling balls? Nope. No one bought? Nope. Really? Um, 
Uh, here's, that here's is my shocking. point. As I'm walking through Toys R Us, I spent like 20 minutes there. And no one bought the bowling balls. No, and it occurred to me that every single item they sell is junk. Well, yeah. It's junk. Yeah, it's toys for Because junk. I was thinking of other things, like, bad example, but like this watch, for example, this can be handed down, and this will last hundreds of years, like a collectible car. Hundreds. Not if there's a nuclear holocaust. When's that happening? God. Probably pretty You tell soon. me, watch boy. <laughs> Uh, no one bought the bowling balls. Um, okay, so Mike's selling two uh, Simpsons bowling Simpson balls. bowling balls, and he will hand deliver them to you if you're within driving distance. Which means, and if you're further than that, he will make his best attempt to Phoenix. roll it. To it's you. a little pricey, two hundred bucks for the hand delivery, hundred bucks just for the balls. If you want to come pick them up, but I'll tell you something that did sell. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, what's the deal? Okay, hundred bucks for the bowling balls. Yeah, hundred bucks for me to deliver them. All right, so it's two hundred bucks total. Yeah. For you, so you get bowling balls, two like uh, very, very unique, rare yes. Simpson bowling balls, yes. and Mike Carano encounter, and he puts you on whatever kind of video yes. that he's making right now. So you're like part of some kind of creation that Mike's correct. Two hundred bucks. That's it was very discouraging that no one, no one bought them. But then again, I no, didn't. I, I'm, I, I was, I was upset with you because I thought that was, that was too little. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting reamed constantly by Paul for underselling things. Paul and, is the guy that's uh, pretty much Mike's dad right now. Yeah. However, <laughs> the, 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 I can't get too deeply into this because it's kind of freaking me out. But the majority of our conversations are, what have you done to create income for yourself when this money stops and it's stopping pretty soon? And yeah. I'm like. I'm doing this. I'm selling this. I'm moving this over here. I'm trying to get more money here. And I'm going to start doing the photography stuff again because he's like, you know, this, this money's stopping pretty soon and you still have to come up with the film for me. And you, you need to start working on what you're going to do for income like now. Yeah. And I, I am, I am working on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I got those t-shirts coming up. I don't joining know if I'm going to sell. I'm joining the Navy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to college on my Navy scholarship. I'm going to get a degree. What the hell? I'm going to get an e-commerce job. I think you should do what you are and get an uh, e-commerce job. No, there's a bunch of stuff. No one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff I'm doing now, but I will tell you this much. uh, From a listener. Do you notice anything missing from this room? (sighs) I feel like it's something big. Yeah. Skeleton? No, it's right there. Skeleton? Skeleton? Nope. Uh, The... Hmm. One electric bike. Oh, oh that's right. Shit. And you want to know who bought it? Ooh, Paul. This listener Marina. Oh, really? Yeah, her dad actually bought it. They came over here and picked it up, and I did my best to not sell it to him. Like <laughs> way, way beyond. Did you? Did you uh, log this? Did you? It's most of it. Yeah. yeah okay, but good. I said flat out, I really don't think you should buy this thing. And he's like, I want it. And I'm like, I really don't think you should buy it. I go, I'm really being honest with you. I go, it's dangerous. <laughs> Marina's it's the best. It's a Marina's pain in the ass. really a, a supportive listener. And he goes, I want it. And I went, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, ah. and I, I could not let him go without me just going. And it's heavy and it's this and it's that and blah, blah, blah. And then Marina goes, I have $60 cash. What, what can I buy? And I went, nothing. She goes, how about some a Star Trek thing? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Why? Because it's hard to part with. Okay, it's not because like you feel like she's gonna have regret. No, what do you think of this idea? What did you sell the bike for? I don't like for? it. Six hundred. What did you buy it for? Twelve, F- fifteen, two thousand with with shipping and tax and and. Uh, how, the, how many the, times did you ride it? How many miles on it? Probably rode it like uh, twelve times. How many? Hundred dollars a ride. Realistically, it's probably got a hundred miles on it. It's more than what I expected. Yeah, that's pretty good. So twelve dollars. Yeah. You enjoy yourself. Twelve dollars a mile. No, <laughs> didn't enjoy riding it. No. Why not? It's it's a pain in the ass. It's hard to maneuver. It's so large that you're it's it's not comfortable to ride because you're sitting mm-hmm. up so high in those giant. Oh, Marina's dad doesn't hear this. 
No, I guess I, he already heard no, all that. No, trust him. He heard way worse than this. <laughs> the first thing I said was, I'm making two two films right now. One is about death, and one is about me cleaning up my life. And I go, I love the fact that there's two. I go, you're probably going to be in both. Mm-hmm. I go because you're going to die on this bike. <laughs> I told him flat, first thing I said to him within within a minute of meeting him. But that's uh, pretty good, buddy. Yeah, yeah the bike's gone. On that. The uh, a, other thing that I that's a great joke. Honestly. I have not been paid for yet, but um, <laughs> someone came over last night and picked up the Flying V, a guitar which I have not taken out of the case in 15 years. You haven't been paid yet. I got it. Are you new bu- uh, business? I'm a bad business person, but that's changing right now. I mean, you got to get at least half. Up I'm being it. forced to, forced to change. I, I got that Flying V probably 20 years ago. I put it on the wall for like four years. Never, ever, ever played it. And it's a great fucking guitar. Stuck it in the case 15 years ago. Haven't taken it out. The minute it went out the door, I was like sad as fuck. I'm like, oh. I need my Flying V back. <laughs> I mean, I can get it back. It's a friend. Oh, it is. Yeah. But uh, what do you I think that know. is that you need it back? Because it feels like... Oh, it feels Are like you? it feels like it's okay first time, of all it's what you wanted no, to do with it, but you never did there's nothing logical about it because do i look like a flying v guy to you <laughs> i'm not i'm i'm that guy i'm that guy or what those, are you those, those that strat right there that's me Th- those two strats over there are not me that charvel uh-huh. and that that other strat th- those are not me because for some reason when i was a kid i thought everything has to be white every guitar has to be white like richie blackmore and then i thought it's too flashy that's why I like that other the absence strap. of color. No, but too it's flashy. just too. It's too much. Like, hey, it is very like ZZ Top guy. Yeah, yeah. The, even the furry one. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the one that you can spin around? I can't. You gotta have a long Doesn't beard. ZZ Top have like one. Gotta that have a long beard. Yeah, the, they both have them. Yeah. That's how they lost their beards. Got stuck in it. Yeah. What a <laughs> what a weird <laughs> gimmick that was. And how weird is it that ZZ Top has all these gimmicks, but they're still so respected by me for starters. <laughs> Howard, I don't like that it was the two guys with the long beards and then like that and uh, the other Frank guy beard who's the drummer with no beard, <laughs> no beard. yeah who was like their like ringleader kind of it, it, you know what else is weird he led them around by their beards is there was a time where I would chat with Billy Gibbons a lot I don't know what that is he's the uh, guitar player oh legend what where would you chat with him he, he one night he came to the improv and I just went over to his table I was drunk and I sat down and just started his, shooting the shit his with beard? him yeah he sure did. Was he we had a, a, we had a he nice conversation. He sure was him. He came back. sure was him. You're uh, drunk. There's a guy with a beard. Are you sure? I like, Billy! He gave, me, he gave me stuff. He gave me his business card. Uh-huh. It says Billy Gibbons, friend of Eric Clapton on it. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Oh, you know what? You know what? He gave me his card. He wanted me to send him a copy of the Burt Reynolds movie. Did you do it? No. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I did. Oh. oh. Never heard back. Oh. Mm. Never heard back. That is hurtful. That's enough to give up right there, you know? Everything's enough to give up yeah. right here. <laughs> oh, your third movie, track down Billy Gibbons. Be like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? I just show up at his house. I bring salsa, so he welcomes Can me I in. Can I interrupt this program one Why moment? Why does he want salsa? He loves salsa. Who does? Billy Gibbons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at... Uh, well, I don't even know how I know that. I think I watched videos that he's in, like where people are interviewing with stuff, and they, he always wants I mean, them to go to a Mexican restaurant in Texas. He looks like he like likes salsa. like the guy with the beard. Salsa's like maybe the worst choice. Yeah, One of the worst choices. Like cotton candy's a, a But maybe he's second. showing off, like, look how good that guy with the massive beard can yeah, eat salsa. Yeah. Not a I drop. Was, I was at lunch with uh, Jillian and her uh, parents the other day. And uh, you came up, and I, yeah. I was explaining to them, like, you know, somehow the movie you're making came up, and yeah. this and that. And uh, I started telling the whole story about, like, you know, how you got funded and what the Do original idea was. Do I have to make a movie? Was. I'm the only one not making a movie. You just realizing that. You got to make a and, movie. And uh, 
People Fuck. make fun of you online. Like, I got to make three. Movie list no, I got to make four. You're make no. You're making two. I got to make three. Uh, and I I explained to them like where it all began. The seed and people are making fun of you yeah. online. <laughs> Tyler, <Darn. laughs> the movie list wonder. <laughs> and uh, I I I found myself in a place where I had to explain to them delivering Bert your your documentary that you made years ago. Uh-huh. And I got to tell you. The looks on their faces and the joy that I had of telling that story was fantastic. That's great. Yeah, I, it's just great. I it really, it's unbelievable. Like people just don't believe. It. I truly cannot. I, I can't say right now. I, I I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, it's not dead. Ooh, mm, look at this. It's not dead. It's like Van Halen might get back together. I mm-hmm. like that almost as much as Billy Gibbons likes Salsa. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 shoddy shoddily videoed taped or whatever the documentary that, that one delivering Bert. that that is what it is but the idea of delivering Bert is definitely not which there. i talked you out of or tried to talk you out of or was against when i, I don't even want to get into the details and whatnot but uh you know i said bygones has been's under the bridge move on because that mm-hmm. was the original idea however how long have you guys been speaking english <laughs> four months <laughs> <laughs> but just you know recently uh about a week ago just describing it to my my in-laws uh it, it brought a lot of joy not I, only to I, them to me if if you really break down the story what happened it was unbelievable it is like it's, it's, it's an unbelievable the, story. the fact that i was trying to buy that burt reynolds that i had been kicked out three times mm-hmm. the fact that i happened to get in line total happened to be behind the woman who bought it right after leaving and then going ah, i left my 300 bucks there going back the fact that I pitched that idea on a without even thinking it at all. You're like, on the phone with Bert. I'm on the phone with Bert. In the I, line. Yeah. All well, happening so quickly. And he, I just said, what are you doing with it? It's going to Florida. I'll drive it there with my friends. Not even thinking about their work or anything like that. And, and the fact that we had a week to think about it and stew in it and heard nothing from them until Thursday. And they said, we're going to do this. We've got to get production insurance stuff. And then Saturday morning, we're at the Wax Museum picking it up. The fact that we were in Tombstone with the Burt Reynolds in a bar at 7 in the morning and some guy walked by and saw Burt Reynolds and freaked out and said, you got to go meet my friend who loves Burt Reynolds. And it sounds like the plot of a Zach Galifianakis But movie. all of it was all of it was unbelievable, including it's a little, it's us, always funny. us a dropping him off to no fanfare whatsoever. And then the woman who paid for it That's call, the best, calling the me and yelling at me. That we got the wrong Burt Reynolds. The wrong like, one. What are the odds? Yeah. What? That any yet? That's the yet, best. The the best tag ever is that it about was after three all weeks that, after we get back, I get a call from her. She goes, one. "You guys really fucked up." And I'm like, "I documented everything." I go, "It was undamaged." And she goes, "No, that's not the Burt Reynolds." We, we, how we is wanted, that your fault? It was. I don't remember that she plot bit twist. on it. Yeah. How are you supposed to like? Uh, you just go pick whatever Burt. Nope. She there was only you. there was only one, and we tried to track down the other one because she said this is your second movie. Find the delivering the deliverance. <laughs> oh, that's We couldn't get it. We think it's in a wax museum in Korea, but this was ten years ago. Oh, well, and, that's the fucking new movie. Yeah, yeah. You, you, she's right. That is your second. You distilled the first one into a and fifteen minute intro, have, and now you do spent, the new one where you we smuggle have spent, it out. The first of, one's called Delivering Bird. The second one's called Delivering Deliverance Bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have spent ten years talking consistently about. I think he's probably going to die soon. He looks like he's going to die. Oh, shit. He's going to die. He's going to die. And now it's 10 years later, and Bert is signing on for the latest Quentin Tarantino movie. It's Ooh, like you he's could, never going away. You could deliver Bert's corpse. Not too shabby. Sure. Even, even if it's only like the six The final blocks. delivery. <laughs> oh, the final <laughs> make delivery. It, make it a fucking trilogy. 
The final delivery. The first one, you deliver it. It's the wrong one. The second one, you rescue it from North Korea. Delivering deliverance. From the, mm-hmm. You run through the DMZ with a fucking Burt Reynolds under your arm. And the third one, you I've made friends with the real Burt. Yeah. But you know, you know what's funny is um, I had a weird... Uh, my, I don't even know how to bring this up without getting into it, politics. My dad was very proud to fuck tell... Trump! Was very Sorry. proud to tell Jesus. me that uh, he canceled his Amazon Prime because they're uh, stealing business from the little guy. And I said, well, I guess you're not going to go to Home out. Depot anymore. And he goes, yeah, I know, but... I'm like, there's no buts. <laughs> they put out... They put every little guy out of business. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, isn't that just how life is? The little guy goes out of business? Yeah, if anything, that's capitalism, like... Because if you're nutshell. a little, if you're a little guy, and you want to stay in business, you need to do a little guy business that can't be done by the big guy. Like you need to be a right. shoe repairman, a tailor. You need to answer your call, your phone, and be polite and nice. Yes. Yep. Ask how like the kids are. Because there's jobs that the big guy can't do, like a plumber. Like Amazon's not getting into the plumbing business. Well, you give them two years. I got yeah, a place right. that I go, I go to that's a bakery. That's like you know she's very friendly. She's mm-hmm. very nice, and I. I go out of my way to always go to that bakery yeah. every time I get anything. It's just yeah. today I got some stuff for my mom and I sent it to her for Mother's Until Day. Amazon Bakery. Uh, but like, and it's rare that you find a small place that you're willing to pay is a it, premium yeah. for. Is it real upsetting when you go to the small the small place and then they fuck your shit up? You're like, yeah. You're like, dude, this, this is, is why. This is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jake, Speaking of Amazon, shouldn't we be doing our Amazon plugs every now and we again? We still have Amazon? Yeah. Somewhere. Click through. Why do we suck at that so badly? Dude, life, man. Yeah. But I mean it's 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 part of the driving force of the show. All right. I don't want to tell you. Um it, Well it, done, Tyler. I went through this this little guy going out of business. You thing guys with have my, computers too. With my hippy dippy brother a I, long time ago when he lived in Ocean Beach, which is basically the Venice of San Diego. OB. Just a bunch of drug heads and you know, people just I just want to hang out, man, and we're tie dye. Yeah. Hey man, where's the salsa? But my brother was going to a protest. Uh, to protest the new Starbucks that was opening that he was talking about how it's going to put the three mom and pop coffee shops out of business. And I was like, no, it won't. If you go there, like you're protesting a better product coming into the neighborhood because the lazy hippies uh, are shitty at service. And you're, you're protesting something because it's not going to put them out of business. If the people who live there continue to go to the mom and pops, I still, uh, only get mom and pop like uh, computer stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I only go to the mom and pop computer store. Fuck Apple and I'm I, I, IBM. I, I'm you, not sure how this works. You've son, got a, but you, you got e machines yeah. still. Yeah, I got a guy like down 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 on the corner that puts together my boards, my motherboards and stuff. I, I would like to have it, it with the latest components inside of it, like a a fake giant cabinet with glass doors with the reels moving and lights and stuff, just as my computer. That'd be kind of fun. That would be good. Don't go for, too far down that rabbit hole because the next time we come over, <laughs> there's going to be a fucking... The whole wall's beep, a computer. Beep, 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 beep. That's my Cray. <laughs> I bought it at the MIT flea market <laughs> for <a> Cray. It's <laughs> a Cray. It was the most powerful computer in the world. Back in like the 60s? I don't know. It's like those computers in Shape of Water. Don't know. Yeah. Didn't Fuck see Shape it. of Water. Did not see it. Best picture, dude. You got to see it. But I will tell you this much. Is, you consider uh, yourself a filmmaker and you didn't see the best picture of the year, dude? I Shh. am definitely... Shh confused as to whether or not i care about westworld anymore I'm i don't t- i haven't seen I, i've only seen the okay. first episode okay. i do not care of this season maybe that's where i got that whole uh, information is so valuable idea 
Mm. Because there's a part of Westworld where the guy, the billionaire guy, <laughs> sorry, is buying. my fact was uh, from Westworld. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a chilling moment. Like it's a flashback. Is this he, like knowledge he, is everything? Comes out there to look at his uh, his investment, and the son-in-law is pitching it to him, and he's you, like, "I don't, I don't invest in, are in you fantasy." Me spoilers or yeah, there's a big spoiler too. Stop it, dude. Okay, I won't. People like won't. the, the West World. They think they do. I like it. I it's don't know if I like good. it anymore. It's not that I good. I think it's pretty good. I like it. It's not as good as people say. I, th- I say it is as good as people say eh, or better. It's, it's not as good. I say it's good. People need yeah, to relax. It's good. Good. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. as good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> too much drama. Too much boring <laughs> bullshit. I don't care. Not enough drama. Most of the characters. More boring. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on, kids? Uh, hey, my. Uh, when's this coming out? Tomorrow. Mm, for Patreon, all right. It's coming out today for <laughs> the rest of you. Today, uh, last chance to get your name in the title as a uh, big contributor. In the title, in the, in, not in the title. God damn it, Jason's the groupers. <laughs> in, the, in the credits, in the credits, uh, May eleventh is the last day. Jason's the groupers. <laughs> Cha-ching. It's called Ten. the groupers. So it makes no sense on a lot of levels, unless his last name is the. Hey, uh, let me ask you about the title. You get to. Uh, you, get, you get to. Uh, Give it whatever title you like uh, for a certain price. Let me ask you about the titles. Um, The last time you if someone offered your name in the if someone offered twenty five thousand dollars, could they change the name? If it's good, (laughs) (laughs) better than groupers, but I can't think of anything better. For a million dollars, can they name your movie? Come see my new film, Anderson's Tiny Dick. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had a. This is back in the nineties. Jillian's naming it. Back in the 90s when homophobia was still like okay to mm-hmm. like make fun of yeah, people. Yeah. And actually it works because there's this guy that Wait, owns this bar. It's not okay anymore? In, uh, in Culver City. And uh, he kicked me out of the bar. He 86 to me and he's a total prick. And he was the mayor of Culver City for a while. I've talked shit about him on this show. And he was a homo. And uh, he, he was actually... I'm flashing back to the 90s when it was still cool. I don't know if it was true or not, but I believed him to be a homophobic. And I had this fantasy, which I don't allow myself to have fantasies very often, but I had a fantasy, and I actually used to run with this quite a bit, where I had so much money, won the lottery or something, that I bought the bar from under him, right? And I renamed it his name, which was Mihal, mm-hmm. and I renamed it Mihal's Fancy Bar, and had like uh, rainbow flags flying out front. That would be awesome. That's fucking Fan- amazing. That Fancy would be great. Fancy Bar was yeah. your go-to. Mihal's Fancy I, Bar. I, you just made me wish I would have brought this up with the Money Show with Paul and Doctor Drew because this is a tr- tr- this has happened over and over and over. And I'm sure you can relate, but I'm so dumb. When it mm. comes to money, and so illogical, as I have such a, I can't relate. I'm ridiculous but sound grasp on decisions. what it is <laughs> that I've all I've had that fantasy. I'm a living, breathing 401k and, IRA. Mine, mine was I got bad Roth. service at Wiener Schnitzel, and my entire in my head See, was these, if I have the money, I'm going to open a hot dog stand next door, and we're going to have better bonds. food, I love better a bond. service, bigger, more comfortable chairs, yeah. and you know what the name of it's going to be? be? Free hot dogs. Free hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And just to bury that wiener schnitzel. Like, why would you go there when it's free over Why here? would you? Why would you? Yeah. 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 I like yeah. that you just want to Why take, do you hate wiener yeah. schnitzel You just want to so take bad. out it's one wiener one schnitzel? one time I had bad service. Mike, I think of you all the time. Every time I'm trying to teach someone a lesson, and it's a lesson that they don't care to learn, they won't notice anything. I'll Thanks. be in a line. Leave it at that. I think, because you and I are the same in, in this respect. I'll be in line somewhere. Uh, somebody's taking for fucking ever. Uh, usually it's the uh, the cashier, actually, who's like, you know, just fucking acting like she's a postal service uh, mm-hmm. executive. And uh, 
I will huff and I will puff. I'll make some eye contact. They'll realize that I'm a little upset, and then I will storm out of the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what does that do for anyone? It just Nothing. makes me have to go back buy to the that. Thing? And no, some, I'd put it down. I, it, Unless it's perishable, and then I'll put it back. Let's say, and then I'll storm let, Let's just say the last 10 years. <laughs> I've probably left I'm with you. I've probably left ten to fifteen baskets full of food at Costco <laughs> in the aisle and walked out because the line was too slow. I'm like, no. Nope. It's okay if it's okay if the line's long. You expect that, but it's when there's unnecessary time being burnt. Hey, oh, I do so much huffing and puffing because people are fucking assholes in front okay, of me. When you would have killed yourself at the Dodger game the other day. I was at the uh, this guy was serving you know beers and hot dogs at the stand and i was like why is this line going so slow but i was already in it you know very aggressive you yelled at no i was thinking in my head Mm. angrily thinking it and he's like because i'm a low-paid employee and 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 a dumb fuck i got okay i got close enough definitely the dumb fuck part because someone were like three beers and he would walk over to the like another beer station fill one up bring it. it back set it down Go walk over, fill the other one, bring it back. Set it. Go walk over, fill it up, bring it back. Yep. You want three hot dogs? Goes and gets one hot dog, sets it down. Goes and gets another hot no. dog, sets it. I'm like, what is happening? Welcome to ArcLight. And by what is happening, I mean I stood there patiently and yeah. uh, I just said, you know, one beer and one hot Did dog. Did you miss please. like two innings? Yeah, bring it back at the same I time. I missed the whole game. Yeah, I. Uh... No, I, hey, my my mindset, and I've had regular jobs too, where I had to help people with things, and <laughs> I I. I've had those. Hey, I had this conversation jobs. with. I had this conversation with my girlfriend in the '90s. She worked at a coffee shop. I, I've worked cashier. It's, yes. it's exciting when there's a long line and you want to whip through it. Yes, it's I, fun. You get quite quick. I worked. You she, think of a guy at the back of the line. You she get worked at a very the popular, a very popular coffee shop, Starbucks, Starbucks. and in in San Diego. I and Pete's. I would go in there, and there would be customers standing at the counter with money out, coffee, and, and she would just beef. walk by and never make eye contact. Duncan. And I would, I go, I said to her, I Winchell. go, you need to at least acknowledge people. I can't. Because then they think I'm helping them, and I have so much stuff to do. And I go, you can't just ignore them. I go, because that just I'm livid, and I'm just I'm eat drinking for free, and I'm just sitting on the side. But people are standing there with their money out, and she just wouldn't make eye contact and just walk by and make a cappuccino and walk back. And 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 it's it's that that, that one trip that happens it happens at ArcLight to me all the time. I go in there. You know, get like a sausage or a hot dog or something and a popcorn and a Coke, and they go get the hot dog, come up, We're set it down. We're such whiners, but they really. Go, they go back. This is the everyday life, the, the everyday experience. You know what I do is I think about the, the CEO or the, the, the guy that created or the woman that created the, the, the actual business or the mm-hmm. people that stand to profit from those yeah. sales, watching these fuckhead employees yeah. uh, undercut them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're paying them? them like four dollars an hour. So hey, it follows suit on everything because I, uh, the example that I think of is the improv, where the management—not the management of the actual club, but the upper management—treats everyone like they're a criminal, and they're just looking at you like suspiciously, and they—they they don't make you feel wanted. They don't make you feel like you're doing a good job. They never come in and tell someone they're doing a good job. All they do is come in and criticize, and all that does is create this tension and this dislike of the company. And uh-huh. you're not doing no. the company's best interest in everything you do. If you're a waiter and all they do is come in and yell at you and look at you like you're a fucking asshole which they do that how are you going to go up to a table and go hey how are you guys doing right. you're not you're well, going to be like not fuck what I'm, this I'm, I'm just saying that if they saw that it's costing no, the leadership is horrific in this I was at the post society. office just today and I needed a single piece of tape so mm-hmm. I could use the kiosk to send off my package Yeah, and uh, you know there's a line and I, I wanted to circumvent the line which I see people do a lot of time when I'm in the line where yeah. they don't need actual service they just need one little thing I or needed, you just walk to the front and go me first I'm more important I needed a stamp that says uh, fragile, which mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to wait in line for that because they're right there. But you, don't, you can't reach over. You have to yeah. like say, 
and I needed one little t- tiny piece of tape to, uh, to to close off one of the boxes mm-hmm. that they provide. But the, and I pay for it, but it, there was a tiny little hole. So uh, there was one woman who she's the woman at the end of the line uh, behind the counter that yells, "Anyone here for pickups? Pickups? Anyone here only for pickups?" And you always get excited when you're in the line because you think, "Oh, maybe somebody's you know a couple people are going to get out of the line in front of me." <laughs> but no one ever is there just for pickups. No one ever. So yeah. I'm standing in front of that woman, and she's on the phone. Uh, I didn't even know they had phones or dealt with phone customers at all at the post office, but she was on the phone. So I was thinking, all right, I'm just going to stand in front of her, right, and wait for her to- Wait a second. I've never seen a- They have phones at their- She was on a a cordless phone. Not a cell phone. What the fuck is that It was a cordless phone, and I could tell she was talking to a customer. I don't have American Express. (laughs) She was giving uh, a lot of attitude. So I was just standing there- why do you you called me? Why do you need my number? I made very brief eye contact so she knew I was there and I was standing with my little package and I was just going to ask her, Can I there was a there was literally a fragile stamp mm-hmm. with an arm reach. Yeah. I, I yeah. could have easily got it, but I didn't want to reach over because that's yeah. rude. And I just need one little hand. one little sli- uh, little little tiny piece of tape. So I'm just standing there patiently with my little box and then I'm gonna do all the work and uh brief eye contact and I feel her look up at me again and then I can hear her voice trailing off as she walks away and just walks into the back mm-hmm. and continues the conversation because she doesn't want to be anywhere near this customer that obviously needs something. Yeah. And she never comes back. Yeah. So I have to no, get I've, in the uh, fucking uh, line. It's the oldest story in the world, man. I've been minutes. to the post office hundreds of times and I've had bad service hundreds of but times. But that's kind of like par for the course now. It really shouldn't be because we live in a world that that is based on service, and I will go. A lot, aren't we? <laughs> I will go to a me- mediocre <laughs> place a, with good a service. very old white man podcast today. <laughs> no, I'm saying this is. Yeah, we got a grocery store. Andy Rooney is going to love this episode. How come we're so fucking dumb as humans? Because there's a couple of lessons I've learned in life. One is my friend Matt when he worked at Dennis Miller, who's now a successful executive at a giant movie production company, but he had the lowest job on the totem pole and his job was to go get coffee for the writers <laughs> like, and go, go run errands and stuff and I Scurdy I boat. would always apologize to him when I would send him off to do something Scurdy. I'm sorry you gotta go get dinner for everybody and he's like no it's cool and I, I know it's beneath you and stuff he's like nope nothing's beneath me and he goes it's my job yeah that's why and, he's and, like, but I admired now. him so much because he did a kick-ass job at a job that was clearly beneath a college graduate going to get dinner for writers who were gonna yell at him because he didn't get the right sauce or something yep. and the biggest one we all know this Fucking why don't why doesn't everybody who hires people and has a business take your fucking dumbass over to In and Out and go? I wonder why they're so successful because they have great service and with a smile on their face and they TCB fucking lightning bolt every every single time. You're never going to go to In and Out where the guy's ignoring you. Also, the guy's grumpy and and that makes you go back over and over yeah, and over news again. Newsflash: They pay those people really well. Hey, newsflash: It's the cheapest burger in town yeah. too, though. Yeah, yeah, and, and they work. They've been paying those people eleven dollars an hour since like like two thousand. Hey, I told you this. They somebody left uh, a manager booklet on the table at In and Out like a year ago. I we I think I might have brought this up in the show, and I was like, I just flipped it open. Uh, starting salary for 60, assistant right? manager sixty five. Yeah. Um, average salary for an In and Out actual restaurant manager average salary hundred something one oh eight. Yeah. Thirty um, percent of our general managers make between 160 and 190 and I was how like, do you memorize all this mike i i, 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 I was i was obsessed with this when i saw it i was like an assistant manager starts at sixty five thousand dollars at in and out i know you work your ass off and i know it's not your dream job but that's good money for a place that you also get to eat for free at and and you can climb the ranks 
and it's good training to, for to be a people person and and to, it's social can we uh, you know everything about it is but imagine if you're the manager of an in and out and you're making 108 8000 bucks that's good fucking money you yeah. could you could work for 10 years make some investment you know 10 years make some investments not squander your money on toys and electric bikes can i plug my phone in somewhere it's it's got real issues yeah i'll go get it it dies second. immediately and i it's i got to go to the apple store and talk to a genius yeah i don't need it as long as you guys have good information on Mother's Day for the uh, Patreon. Yeah. yeah. What? Huh? Do you? I got some information. You got some information? I also watched a crime watch about a Mother's Day murder. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's going to lead a lot to the episode, but yeah. Chris Hansen. Murder. How murder. Mother's Day murder Mother's sounds like the How best. How old are you? The best kind of murder. What are you doing with the cat and the whipped cream? Did you know how old she was? Well, why would you text this? What is that impression that you're doing? Chris Hansen. Apparently it's Chris Hansen. It's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> what happened to that guy? How old are you? They uh, deemed uh, to catch predator uh, illegal and entrapment, and uh, somebody killed themselves when they were on that show, so I think he kind of... <laughs> but are you, uh, Ooh, those sex dolls. We can talk about those. Wouldn't yeah. that be... Wouldn't that be... Uh, that seems like that would be my go-to if I pull up with flowers and condoms for a 14-year-old and there's a television crew in there, I'd be like, all right, I'm killing myself. I think it's a lot of people's probably go-to if uh, that happens. But speaking of underage, remember our discussion about sex dolls? If they made like kid ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember talking about that. But we did. I, I don't like did. the way you set it up. It was a joke discussion. We were talking about. Oh, I'm referring to a like, listener yeah. sent us uh, an article, which well, he sent me an article, and I immediately afforded. Yeah, to I didn't guys. read it because I thought it was going to be disturbing. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's very I disturbing. Need, I don't need knowing. China makes everything. Turns out they mm-hmm. make everything that China. any human desires, and apparently, uh, there are humans out there. That actually, this should not come as a, as a surprise. Uh, who desire uh, childlike uh, sex dolls, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the twist. Uh, was it Norway? Norway, right? I think so. Norway is, uh, it was kind of a misleading article title because they, they made it seem like they were using these sex dolls for therapy. Hot kids, sex dolls. Get but what all, Norway get is, they're here. so they're, they're confiscating these sex dolls. I think there's been a, a, a few dozen that have been confiscated at customs so far and they're okay. not getting into the country or at least they're, they're blocking some of them. People are going online and it's buying fucking like five-year-old little girl looking sex dolls uh-huh. from China. Uh, and Norway is is impeding this, and they were very expensive. And that there are there is a faction, possibly a, a political faction, in Norway that the authorities that want to legalize them because uh, it's a lesser of two evils. And their uh, whole thing is at least these these uh, <sighs> predators will be acting out on these plastic dolls rather I, than. But do you really kids. think it's a deterrent? I have no idea. I mean, there'd have to be a God, lot. Of- I don't know, man. I don't know. That's like I'm I'm drinking fucking. You know, O'Doul's working my way up to regular beer. <laughs> there needs to be some information, which is uh, quite uh, valuable, as we've learned on this episode, uh, because <laughs> it's, the there, most, it's the most valuable. There's a lot of people out there that will tell you that, you know, if porn didn't exist, you know, rape would go through the roof. I don't know how much truth there. Hmm. There's a lot of people that will say that if there wasn't gun violence in movies and video games, gun violence in the real world would go way down. I don't know what the correlation is. I yeah, don't know. I don't either. And I'm I don't not going to try and speak to that. I, I will say, but it's horrible that we live in a society. And Norway just happened to be what the article is about. I'm sure the same thing's going on all over the the Western world and Eastern world. I would assume. 
but more it's horrible more, that more we, blonde babies we live in a world where like there's actually discussion you got to decide what's better like letting these predators have these dolls or depriving them of these dolls and maybe they're gonna go out and find imagine getting called by like Ugh. the government and they're like we have a position for you you're like oh finally like yeah. I, I want to serve serve my country and they're like we need you to lead the task force on deciding making yeah. a formal recommendation whether or not we should let <laughs> Yeah. five-year-old sex dolls into the country yeah. my dad was a therapist and i don't talk about his work very often uh even though i was privy to a lot of it way more than i should have been mm-hmm. as a kid because my dad loved to talk and loved to talk about himself so you know client confidentiality kind of wasn't a thing in my household i heard all i don't sorts even know of if things. that's really a thing with therapists i think they just want you to believe that it's supposed to be a thing but you know my dad would tell me all sorts of things about you know and, and he had celebrities in there and stuff i stuff that i would never ever repeat especially mm-hmm. into a microphone but uh i remember his hard stance on uh child predators did, were, did he fill you in on something some shocking revelation like scott bayo's a dick he's like andy let me tell you something he, you, know, you know that billy gibbons yeah. he was kind of like, like can't stay away sense, from a, from a jar of, that's not the only beard he's got <laughs> he was kind of like me in the sense that he uh was hard and, and played hard and fast with the facts and he believed his own shit i remember one of the stories was he this is before um, robert downer jr got really big mm-hmm. i think i might have talked about this on the show but it was it was probably 20 years ago and he one of his clients was in a power position in hollywood and robert downer jr's name came up and my in this my dad's client who was a power position hollywood guy i had a lot of respect for my dad and respected his opinion and they ended up talking about things that had nothing to do with therapy they talked yeah, you know they, yeah. they side road stuff and robert downer jr's name came up and he was this guy was gonna you know hire him as for and my <laughs> my dad uh, talking very badly and going, oh, you don't want to hire that guy. He's uh, he's this and he's that. And why would you do that? So the guy didn't hire him. Yeah. For God knows what it was. Yeah. And uh, I remember my dad telling me this, and I said, Dad, that he doesn't. Are you thinking of Morton Downey Jr.? And my dad has a startled look on his face. He goes, I think you're right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That the talk show host of yeah. Smokes. I'm like, yeah, Dad. Yeah. You fuck. You cost Robert yeah. Downey Jr. a job. Yeah. <laughs> this is before he like went into rehab and all that stuff. So God knows, you know, what might have happened or what it was. I have that, no that idea. That kind of thing happens all the time, obviously. And uh, it happened to uh, recently Ashley Judd, right? I, don't, I have no idea. She was up for Lord of the Rings and Weinstein it's said. not recently. <laughs> Wein- no, but I'm saying this revelation became public. Uh. And Weinstein went to Peter Jackson and went, do not hire her. She's she a didn't, nightmare. She she's didn't nightmare. watch me shower. I yeah. don't and, think she's uh, worthy. So she didn't get cast. And then that rumor spread through other people and they stopped hiring her. Because Peter Jackson's at fault there. I, and I'm not going to obviously name names, but that's that's another thing with fucking human nature. Okay. And I, I lived it as a kid, a troubled student, and I would go from one grade to the next, and my teacher would be sitting there, like my third grade teacher would be sitting there waiting for me the first day of class, because she had heard from my second grade teacher that I was a problem, and she never gave me a fucking chance, which mm-hmm. made me a dick. So I've, in my adulthood, if if I hear a reputation about someone, I will never, ever go into that new relationship holding any of that in my head i just flush it out i don't want to hear about people, people are full of shit because lies I, everyone's got their own agenda some of the uh casting decisions that i made on my feature like i i had heard stories from uh, people that i was working with on the feature that they're like oh i have a relationship or i have i have experience with this actor and i've heard this and that and i totally went against the grain and i hired people even though i was told not to i'm, I'm not gonna say 
too yeah. much. But and the, I was the bartender. I was right in doing so. I I mean I I couldn't have been luckier and happier and just to yeah, forego all that. You know what? I've been privy. That's just of, laziness. Though. But I mean, I've also been privy to that kind of stuff a lot with my friends that are in the business and have clients and you know whatever and where they've asked me things about people and I learned through experience stay neutral keep my trap yeah. shut yeah but what yeah. back to what my dad was saying because uh, it's not it's not my business to tell someone that this person sucks or that person sucks just let somebody else figure it out he told me numerous times that he didn't like to work with uh with uh child predators at all because there was just no his belief was there was no fixing them at all and mm-hmm. I, I guess they had some um you know behavioral science that was going with you know trying to shock therapy and mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot he says, we're gonna just, put these little clamps on your penis you can't fix and hook it up those. to this car battery it was like they'd show like pic- i guess they'd show like pictures of like you know naked adults yeah. and then naked kids and when they'd see a naked where do kid, they get those naked kid them. pictures uh, <laughs> uh these are property of the police department we're gonna use china these. i believe china yeah china. the uh the uh, I, such, yeah, back to the video game thing and not to not to make this show serious or not but i i think that i don't know obviously i don't know if that stuff affects people actually but i think it desensitizes you because from i what hate I, that argument though. but I what i've heard what i've heard from young people in their 20s right now i've heard this from girls that guys treat sex exactly like what's in a porn. Well, that's from you know our days on Loveline. We we'd hear that a lot. Yeah, but I've yeah. heard that from people in the last couple of years that guys think it. This but that's is what a little happens. different. And I, here's and my argument. They, and then they run to wrap it all, bring it all home with anal. Most everybody ends up being in a position to have sex. Not <laughs> most everyone. Position. Not very few people end up position, in a position reverse with doggy, a gun. Reverse yeah. You know what I mean? So but I think, gonna I, be, but, but it feels to me like if you become accustomed to just sitting in front of a TV shooting people, that it would be about all about as hard to it's shoot back to some, normalizing. And yeah. I, uh, all the studies I read have there's, there's no correlation between the. Video I want to say no correlation. I think that if you're you're uh, teetering and you're, you're like you just overrode the studies he read. I wouldn't say that's true. I, but people th- that are on the on the cusp, I think, can be maybe uh, pushed over the edge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's a lot of countries that have the exact same video games that don't have the problems that we yeah. have. So. Yeah, I also I think well, I don't think have the um, access either. I think uh, I think social media is going to be the big downfall. Yeah, the, the narcissistic. Where's that going to go? Social media thing is is far de- more detrimental than fucking yeah. playing Call of Duty. I'm an adult man, and I feel bad about myself when I look at Facebook. I genuinely do. I look at Facebook, and I'm like, my life sucks compared to all these people. I want to post stuff. I just don't think my life's interesting enough. Well, apparently you haven't looked at it because it doesn't need to be interesting because I don't look at it. Most people are not interesting. You know what I hate about Twitter? When I go on Twitter, I'm like, I, I, I will totally admit this. I'll, I'll, I, I look at my mentions mm-hmm. and uh, the activity and I correspond and I, I go back and forth with that stuff. I When I go to my feed, it's I only follow 99 people or 100 people. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of the, the things that I see in my feed are reposts from people. It's yeah. like, I'm yeah. not I'm not following that person for a reason. I don't care for Twitter anymore, but I do really you know what I mean? like, like Instagram. Jillian... She loves like Twitter because she can like you know spend 15 minutes on Twitter and be completely caught up with everything that's going on. Well, She's according to people too. who are not the not no, like news outlets and yeah, you got a good point. Instagram, I don't it like just seems you like it's links to things. it just seems like it's a big pile of shit though. It's just so negative. Twitter is just so fucking mean, <sighs> so mean. It is, but I oh, I shouldn't say that. But you know, I, I I take I take my share of abuse on Twitter, but it's not nearly as bad as I had remembered it being. 
Because I've been, I was the, off the best for like thing five about years. Twitter is Blaine Capatch. What is Blaine? Comedian. Capatch? I don't know. Always funny, not political. Always funny. You just got him probably five nope. new. Just got a new toilet, and when my wife sees it, she's gonna shit. All right, I'm out. That's not good. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. He's so good. Why would you? That's really the, the example you got there. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I didn't come loaded up with good. blank a patch. Tell you, you got you got anything? I'm sorry. I feel like you were kind of uh, just watching two old white men uh, complain about things. It kind of felt like that. I've mean, been doing that for 489 episodes. So you're a cunt. Wait, we're 11 away from five. No, 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 it's no, not no, 49. No, no. Oh, wow. like Holy okay. knows very little. I was he driving. I was driving home uh, last night from work, and uh, <clears throat> I was stopped at a light on Beverly, and there's this big green building, bright green with uh, like razor wire around the parking lot and there's no signage it's a Pacific, uh, except for no it's like a dingy design? scary uh, area and looks like an old like mechanics building painted green no windows just two doors hmm. just a number on the side it's like that's gotta be a weed shop right like the, you know mm-hmm. that's how they like advertise them it's just like there's always like it's just a green cross or it's a green building and whatever. the razor wire <laughs> so i was like all right let's 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 check this out so i'm sitting in traffic and i punch in the address and uh it comes up and uh, I was a little off. It's called Slammers, and it's a gay sex club. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Slammers. And oh. I didn't realize that like sex clubs were a thing that you could review on Yelp. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The reviews on Yelp are just like, if you come nice and clean and showered, you'll probably find someone to hook up with. Like A lot of times, old guys just want to watch, but you can usually pair off with someone if you don't hook up, it's probably because you stink. Slammers. And there's photos of it, and it looks... How was it? Was it nice? It was all right. It The, the photos of it look like a... Like, <laughs> everything is dicks. Like, <laughs> the tables are adorned with, like, big cutouts of, of dicks. So, like, the bartenders are standing inside a big cutout dick. It's like a weird. It's like <laughs> it it's like, like it sounds like it's like what twelve year old. If there was like a gang, like if little rascals yeah. were gay and they made their clubhouse, <laughs> like that's what it is. That's <laughs> like fantastic. Dicks everywhere. I didn't even know that was legal and to have a public sex, sex swings. And you can rent little like little rooms to fuck in, or like there's I would think tubs. Like, gay clubs get away with like murder because like what kind of cops gonna want to go in there and do a sting? You know gay what I cop. mean? But a gay cop's into it. This is a sting. tonight on NBC. Gay cop <laughs> in his toughest bust yet. And I'm not being homophobic here at all. I'm just saying, oh, like, hey, hey, Charlie, this is one of those gay sex clubs. Let's get out of here. I'll check it out. <laughs> Don't wait up. Um, <laughs> you ever seen Cruise? It was like the cops going to sleep. <laughs> Don't wait up. I'll be home in a few hours. It was so eye-opening. I thought like bathhouses and things were kind of like supposed to be on the download, yeah, but it was me just too. like me you too. could just go on Yelp and it had like three and a half stars. Wow. All right, I got a better idea. Is uh, just pick any business and then start yelping that it's a gay sex club. Oh, that's not bad. And get like forty people to go best gay sex club ever. Bad bath me on. Once you get past the muffins, that's when the fucking starts. I, I, I kind of like, I, I have to like respect it to, to like a, a large degree because how often is the idea of a club, especially for guys, is like, I'm going to go out and maybe find someone and maybe, maybe I'll hit it off with some girl that yeah. maybe I'll get her back to my place yeah. or I'll yeah, get her back to my place with girls. and then I'll have sex and whatever. Yeah. These are just like, come and fuck. Because it's <laughs> dudes, man. It's guys yeah. on guys. It's like, imagine that. Oh, God. They've got it all figured out. God damn it. Yeah. I saw, I think I, I think it was a documentary on Netflix and it was about the, like the world's biggest brothel 
and of course they were get they still got raided even though it was illegal there. It's in some other country and it's like a five. It was called like. Did you see this? Five guys in fries. It's called like Paradise or something, and it's like this crazy like five story brothel, and and it's just it's just this gigantic thing. But you know, through the course of the documentary, the cops came in and arrested everybody twice. And I was like, I oh. I, I couldn't finish watching it. I was too bored. Back to uh, being gay. And, yeah. Uh, I used to say, uh, thank God we're back to this. Like, I'll never understand what it is like to see the ocean for the first time because I, you know, I was born on the West Coast mm-hmm. and I, I saw the ocean when I was a baby. I don't remember. Yeah. I'll never know what it's like to see the ocean. And I'll never I'll know what it's like, what it's like, like the ocean time. of man. Be living in a small town that is filled with like you know uh, prejudice and mm-hmm. and non-gays yeah. and to to I know that it doesn't always have a happy ending, but just the idea of being repressed and like. 18 years old and getting out of high school and moving to West Hollywood and just living in that oh must be the fucking must be Disneyland like taking uh, can you imagine apologies how great that would be for a little while at least apologies it's for repeating myself but the we'll never ever very experience. distinct conversation I had in West Hollywood in front of the bars with a gay friend mm. we were going to see Tom Jones and I said what is it about these bars i go because i used to live in this neighborhood and i would walk by and i look in the window and there's a guy dancing on a table without his shirt on and all these other guys are cheering and i go i don't i don't get it what is it just he goes, the camaraderie and the sexuality he oh goes my God, i'll never get he it goes, you know what it is mike he goes it's a bunch of guys doing what they want to do with no women telling them they can't <laughs> and i was like eh, good point and no fucking homophobic bastards yeah. you know beating you up or, or threatening you but it's just the freedom he, just the he t- freedom he, he told me almost exactly what you said he goes when i got to la from philadelphia he goes i came straight here and i was like straight it was like together. going to disneyland i was like oh my god like i'm totally accepted there's I, I would guys i, I want to i would i would overdo it I, i'd probably be dead after the first weekend <laughs> I would just not know how to do it. I, I don't know. Hey, I wouldn't know how to deal. Hey, hey, I would probably just be okay, you, dead with you, something in my ass we and both, like twenty ecstasy pills. We in my both stomach. know plenty of gay guys that hang out in those bars, right? Like you know some, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I know I, some, and I also have gay friends that are like yeah. you know they live very very normal uh, down to earth lives, which I respect them so much because if I was gay, there's no way that I'd be settled down. Would, okay, first I of all, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd no, be dead. No shit, Sherlock. I c- I wouldn't have time to work because I'd be at the bar. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I I have a, I have a I don't. He's a close friend, but he's not like. He's very much into that scene, and he flat out has told me he goes, "Oh, I get laid like two or three times a night." Yeah, and he goes, "Like I go there, I meet some guy. That sounds we go, exhausting. We, we go somewhere. We come. I come to another bar. I meet another guy. I go back to his place. I meet another guy. I, I'm like, that does sound exhausting. That's too much. Yeah." Like, I don't want to go to a bar. Like, if I were, yeah, I, see, I don't know, some young actor that's the most famous guy in the world, I don't want to go to a bar, meet some chick, have sex with her, and then as soon as she's gone, clean up, you know, towel off, and then go to another bar, meet some other. Like, that's just too much. Remember the imitation game? No. All right, let's end the program. <laughs> oh, that's a weird, that's a weird end. <laughs> uh, I got to pee, and uh, we got to talk Mother's Day. Okay. Yeah, Mother's Day coming up. I have a... I have a um, Shout out to Slammers. I have something to promote next. On we the, should do a live Beverly. show on Slammers. <laughs> at Slammers. At Slammers. Yeah. What's your, what do you got to promote? I'm going to do it next week. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, today, as you hear, this is probably the last day you could get a uh, cold cockle package, uh, care package, uh, to have your name in the credit on IMDb. And for 25 and grand, movie. you get to change the you title change of the, the movie. Uh, the Slammers. 26. <laughs> slammers actually would work. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lawsuit, Slammers, Inc. versus oh. Anderson Cowan, <coughs> state of California. Uh, I just wanted to, to, to just to put it out there because it's a, it's the last uh, opportunity before the credits are done and all the names are in the final end crawl. And uh, okay, before we wrap this up, I want to ask you this question on the show. Anderson even Cowan. Even though I should have waited till after the show. Or GroupersTheMovie.com. Okay. Um, GroupersTheMovie.com is where you would get that. Credits and films. Yes. Um, there have been some legendary people who have made credits and they're known for their credits like the James mm-hmm. Bond people from if the you 60s. have a budget for that great have you thought about doing like the 50s style where you put but all the credits before the movie starts no I've not thought about the that. Uh, okay. but I wondered like I mean, how much about everything how much no, thinking you're putting into that. these credits and uh, what do you mean like how, how much thought like are you trying to do something unique and I, no that's, that's, that's artistic that's, are you trying to just do credits the make it simple right to the point get let's Get to the movie. No, no, you, you saw the rough cut, and like I have title mm-hmm. cards that are set up. Where but you know what I'm talking about, like when shots. you look at like casino or something. They no, I don't have a budget. Spend for hundreds that. of That's, thousands of dollars yeah. on these crazy credits. Of course not. No, like no. a falling man. And so your question no. is, has he not Mad thought about? Doing well, something I mean, he oh, can't what I'm afford? saying is, there are people in Hollywood I have whose very entire basic job things going on with VF, make, my VFX. Very, very yeah. basic, and I've been scolded because I got twenty thousand dollars worth of VFX that are going into my movie. That is very basic, and she's doing it for one twentieth of that because that's all i have mm-hmm. uh, i'm not i'm not looking for uh, any other any other uh, way to I, I i wasn't asking like are you making fancy pants credits i was yeah, just wondering like i in your head are like like did you have problems picking out the font do you have do, are you worried about the crawl speed if there's a crawl are i'm still working on come all in that. and I'm out still working on all that the, the opening titles i have done yeah uh, assuming that they transfer over in 4k i don't know that's that's a whole nother fucking dilemma mm-hmm. that i already called you about earlier I have a, a backup a Photoshop plan for that, which is going to be a nightmare if I have to do that. And then the end crawl, um, uh, Premiere Pro actually has it worked in, so that yeah, it's, it's great, pretty too. good, and that's kind of new. The last couple of months, I did an update. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm going back and forth on the end crawl, or just having like the stills, like uh, Woody Allen style. Yeah. I, I don't know if I need the full because I have so few people uh, at the end of the day that I, I yeah. can do a lot of different things. But yeah, I have ideas of how I like things to come in and slam together. I, I don't want to push it because there's the 4K. Some, there's some poetry that we're ending the show with talking about the credits, and it's just as boring as credits. Hmm. <laughs> you can, you can, the credits are taking me probably, uh, everything's said and done, probably about 40 hours, maybe more. That's, from yeah. now on, I will watch every credit. And there's a, there's a, um, uh, you said you're going to, you're going to yell the name of every person as it scrolls by, right? Every theater, yeah. <laughs> Uh, John Smith. Actually, that's not bad. You just have people instead of actually having the words, you just hear the VO of people just yelling names. But then you'd have to do. It'll be kind of fun. Is uh, I, I don't know how you could turn this into a profit, but if somebody who's in the credits comes to one of the screenings, you freeze it and let them go up on stage and get a picture with the credit above them. Yeah, that's it's that's gonna, gonna take a while. I know, pretty good idea, Mike. Thanks. Well, yeah, I'm pat myself on the back for that. Say something dumb. It was probably something really stupid. You were gonna say goodnight. I could never no, conjure no, no. another one of those. Forty hours. It's take me before that. Damn it! God dang it! It was something good too. It was like I was gonna yell it. Oh, but my credits are, are gonna have actual uh, video behind it. Okay. Not in its own little box. It's just gonna be video going on behind it, which I've always been kind of like on the weird like. Uh, do do you? Is it bad because it takes away from the credits? You know what I mean? Like you don't look at the credits because you're looking at something else? Or are you going to actually stick around and look at it 
whereas otherwise you would have already left. Plus, credits nowadays on Netflix and everything else. Fuck, looks like it, they just fast forward through them, or it just mm-hmm. makes the box small. And then I always like on the pushes on, you on, on like the next. TBS when the movie ends. It's like <laughs> it runs them all, and then it just yeah. is we're done. legally obligated to show yeah. you these. But fuck it. <laughs> I um, I truly like when movies have no credits up front and it just starts. I like when the the like initial sound from the film starts. Like while like the Columbia lady is yeah, like yeah. lighting up, yeah, I good. like when you get like the soundtrack yeah. already yeah. going. You're like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You know what was the coolest one of those in 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 my memory is uh, Indiana Jones when they took the Paramount Mountain and actually had it fade into yeah, the actual yeah, that's mountain. Good. That was good. That's good. That they do good. cool stuff like that uh, quite often. Like Universal does a lot of really cool things with the Earth. Yeah, like freezing over for yeah, like yeah. Uh, the day after tomorrow. All right, uh, can you imagine? I, I know we're gonna wrap this up any second. I, <laughs> no, I would, we're I would, apparently not. That is a new thing. The last fifteen to twenty years, where they started fucking with the uh, boom, boom. actual the logo, the movie company's yeah. logo. But I bet you, for thirty years before that, when people wanted to do that, they were just like, "No way, we will never." This Nobody is, uh, touches yeah. the MGM logo ever. And I could see some executive in his suit sitting in his fancy pants corner off the smoke and a big cigar. The saying, Columbia nope. lady, the Columbia lady now, she yells me too at the beginning. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I like that. I Somebody like pointed it. out to me, and, and Jillian, if you're still listening to this, you could be uh, upset. And uh, actually, I, I I was arguing with, with the wife. Uh, it wasn't real argument, but you know, we're in the car and she was me too's bullshit. accusing me of being this type of person. I'm like, no. I. She's like, yeah, and you said this. I'm like, I didn't say it on any of the shows. Yeah. But now I'm saying it on the show. <laughs> what is it? Somebody pointed out to me, and I'm sure that it's been on Twitter, and I'm sure that this isn't the first time this has been spoken, but it's it's kind of funny because the Me Too movement is, I'm sorry, honey, I'm sorry, but I have to because it's kind of funny. Uh, it's hashtag Me Too, right? Mm-hmm. But what is hashtag? What, what do we know that as before a hashtag? Number? Uh, pound. Mm. So, so pretty much they're yeah. saying pound Me Too, which is kind of counterintuitive to the entire movement mm. see it's worth worth pointing out right <laughs> pound me too is kind of <laughs> the opposite you have to post it feels that. like a doug stanhope <laughs> joke or something pound me too maybe that's what they really want uh, hey that's not what i was going for i was just uh, i'm gonna hear about this <clears throat> Can we just cut this out and make this part of the Patreon episode? Nope. She, sure. She doesn't hear the Patreon. Let's <laughs> uh, expound upon this. Because the Patreon the, uh, people are all women hating. Well, it's just not not my, not my wife. Let's just leave all the really uncomfortable stuff for Patreon. They'll be like, I'm glad I'm paying for this. The real you. The $30 and up people get to hear our real views. All right. right and hey, what thing. about this idea for uh, nope. like that gay sex club? But you just go there and be racist. What? Yeah. You just come in a room and you can say whatever you want. And then when you leave, you're like, ah. <laughs> sure, Mike. <laughs> so just only the gay I'm just trying to find other things you can do in secret. Oh, I see. Yeah. Wish I would have picked another Why one. Why would I want to be right in secret? Hey, what about this idea? Hey. It's an office setting. Wake up, right, people. It's an office setting and you go in there and you get to play the role of the boss. And it's like slap the secretary on the butt and do all this other stuff. S&M Club. Oh yeah! Remember when they were opening the strip joint Skin Strip Club next to uh, but right right next oh, to yeah, Loveline, yeah, 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 yeah. and then it came out that uh, they were uh, it was that it was it was an old meat packing. We talked about this on the show. It was an old meat packing. Uh, 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 really, it was a Culver City uh, like meat packing uh, uh, building, and and the, on their trucks you'd see them driving all over Culver City, 
uh, their little uh, tagline was nobody can beat our meat, which mm -hmm. was kind of funny, right? And then it was very funny when uh, a strip joint moved in there after years of it being and a meat like, same company. Same rule applies. And uh, I remember it was kind of a big deal in the city of Culver City because uh, there, it wasn't allowed to, there, there, were, there were some issues with it uh, as far as like licensing and permits because it w you're not allowed to have two sex clubs uh, within a hundred yards of each other. Okay. And I'm like, we know the area so well because it was like right down the street from Loveline. Where's the other sex club? And then turns out one of the unmarked little buildings was a, a big time S&M club that was just completely unmarked and it's only like... Who makes that rule up? You're not allowed to have... You, they need to walk at least a thousand feet before they can do another thing like, in hey, another what's, sex What's going to happen there? Like somebody's going to be so oversexed by going to one and then yeah, to the other right after door. that? I yeah. guess they just don't want it to become like, you you know, be like, like a what red, time a center. We don't want people falling be. asleep red when they're district. driving home. Yeah. All right. Good night. Go, right, find a, go find a sex club. Let's go say what we really mean on Patreon. God bless. <laughs>